one. All right, you are listening to True Politics, and today we're going to get apolitical, and we're going to start talking about some of the things that we see happening in the country right now, and what the individual listener can do, given what could happen in the near future. Uh, Silva, what do you think somebody, the average listener, uh, let's say working a nine to five uh, and sort of scared about everything they see going on in the streets, uh, in the country as a whole, uh, you know, the elections coming up, what does that person have in their control uh, that they could get into to continue to enjoy uh, at least some semblance of uh, safety and security, some sense of welfare and well-being in the future. Right. Well, um, before we start maybe like exploring some actual, you know, hardcore, like you get the people out there like, oh, if you live in a big city, get out of it, you know, that type of, that type of stuff. Um, I think the first thing anyone needs to do is f- make sure they are not in the camp. I mean, not everyone's like this, but a lot of people are. And I think this is what's causing a lot of um, the ability for a lot of this unrest to spread like wildfire. wildfire. Um, you need to make sure you're not in a, a, a circle of binary thinking. I really think that uh, given the, you know, the circumstances going on, it's people can't, how can I put this? Uh, going back to George Floyd, um, I know we have a current situation with that uh, guy in Wisconsin that was, uh, I think he's still alive, but was shot yeah, up in front of his family, um, yeah. which, you know, details on that story are still coming out. I mean, I don't like to be the person, you know, whether the guy was, you know, oh, some I've heard some things. Someone said they thought he was reaching for a gun. I, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not sitting here, and I'm not going to sit here and justify what cops did or not. Like that's not what I'm saying. But it's like the George Floyd thing's a good example. It's like you can be against, like you can be against police brutality and think that that video and what those cops did was bad, and you can also think that, uh, you know, George Floyd wasn't, you know, um, a good character or whatever, not that that really matters in that sense, but you don't have to think like, oh, well, he must have been a great upstanding citizen to have a terrible thing happen to him. And you also don't have to sit there and be like, oh, I completely agree that those cops are out of control and we got to take a look at police brutality in our communities and and you don't have to agree with Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Like maybe have a little more critical thought and do a little self you know, introspection and see like what you really think of these things. Don't just... Um, consider it a well if I don't think if I think that's bad then I guess I gotta think with these things and the reason I I bring that up is I mean going into the election it's um looking at a guy like you know like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris like we kind of touched on the the politics side of it uh especially with Kamala Harris last uh last week but like just because they happen to say like oh I like I side with Black Lives Matter like they can be bad people and, and have done bad things in that community as well. Like think a little more critically. Don't just, um, you know, well, if, if they said that that cop was bad, then they must be the good guys. It's like, no, they're, again, I don't want to dive too much into those details, but they are legitimately worse and are one of two of the main, um, I don't know, instigators of the problem with the, when, you know, with policing in the black community and just communities in general. So I think the first thing you got to do, stop 
with the binary thinking, think a little more critically, do some research, you know, don't hip, have hip fire reactions to every story that's out there. Because as you can see, I mean, with new, I mean, insert the things that have happened in 2020, whether it's the George Floyd situation, um, Black Lives Matter, the coronavirus stuff, like there's way more to each of these stories and way more nuance to each of the, you know, events or organizations or whatever that you need to look at before you just blindly agree or disagree with something. Um, so I think that's the first thing you got to do. Um, before we get into other stuff, what, what would you say to that? Would you, I mean, would you think that's a, a good thing people should start or maybe have some pushback on that or something of that nature? I mean, I would never push back on people thinking more for themselves. Mm -hmm. The idea that somebody, I, I, like realistically, I don't think anyone listening uh, to podcasts is, or specifically a podcast like at this point would be somebody who is uh, like thinking super one way or like, like super binary. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree that that's a good way to um, uh, just approach life in general. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I think another thing, and this is um, hopefully this kind of like, uh, maybe perks you up a little bit. I know you're really into like the entrepreneurial mindset and, and those type of discussions, uh, you know, whether it's just pure psychology type talk, like what Jordan Peterson does, or, you know, business leaders um, mentioned some of their books and speeches and whatnot. But I do think that people need to really, how can I put this? They need to look at what the problems are in their life or in the world that they see, whatever, whatever it is, like, if it's racism, if it's poverty, uh, if it's how animals are treated, whatever. I mean, just insert something. Their lot in life or someone else's lot in life is you need to find the way that, to make the difference in a you know in a peaceful, nonviolent type way. No one else owes you or anyone else any type of any type of means or you know what I'm trying to say here uh, other than just like not basically not forcing violence or forcing their way of life on you um nobody owes you anything nobody owes you their money nobody owes you their labor nobody owes you their land or whatever it's you need to find a way to take care of yourself so if it's um you know if, if you don't like you know, racism in your community, for instance, this, this has a topical um, thing, then you need to make sure that you are um, yourself going out there and, you know, just being a good person and being a good role model to those around you. Um, I would imagine throwing on a shirt that says BLM and burning down a car dealership, probably not on the side of that. Um, you need to actually practice the things you want. If you want the quality and kindness out there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then go out there and treat people equally and be kind to them. It's not, oh, I'm going to, I want equality and kindness, but I'm going to go be violent or nasty and make other people do it. Like, no, like you, you need to do it. Like you need to do it. And if everybody were to take that attitude, of, I need to be this example of the good I want in the world, then this, this I mean, it literally wouldn't be an issue. So um, yeah, some, some self and, uh, some, some independence and like a little bit of self-reliability on, uh, 
taking care, you know, being the change, overcoming the obstacles. Uh, I actually listened to, I didn't watch any of the DNC or the RNC, um, any of the speeches, I, I, except for one. Uh, it was Tim Scott. He's, uh, uh, he's black and he's a, I believe he's a senator from South Carolina. He gave like a 10 minute speech and it was, I mean, he's a politician. Like I'm sure he has his skeletons in the closet and whatnot. Like I'm not going to sit here and act like he's like the perfect human or something, but the speech he gave, um, if you listen to the, the context of what he was saying, that those 10 minutes, he basically said that he was like, you know, my, he's like, my grandfather was, you know, kicked out of a school when he was three years old and was forced to work in cotton fields and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and in one generation, we went from, you know, slavery essentially to I'm, you know, a Senator, like in, in South Carolina, it's in a state where that type of stuff was prevalent. So it basically his message being like, you know, we didn't um, just fall back and yeah, it was someone else's fault that they had a tough um, lot in life to start. It literally was somebody sold that family to somebody and that person thought they could own a human that had them. But once, you know, they got the opportunity, they overcame it and, and have gone to the point they are. So um, I would actually highly encourage anybody to listen to his, Tim Scott, I believe his name is his 10 minute speech from the RNC. I think it was yesterday. Um, because it just was a really good message overall. I mean, like I said, I don't know if the guy's a good guy or not. I don't know what his actual policies are. Just that speech itself was, was really good and it had a really good message. And I think more people need to take that mindset in general, um, with, with anything in their life, because that's how you're going to make your lot in life better. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling a little bit. Um, feel free to, you know, chime in what you think on that or bring up something else. Well, I really like that you said that, and it just makes me think about, you know, before we hopped on, we were talking about the uh, Jason Stapleton webinar where he was talking about podcasting. And I know it's like, it's really meta <laughs> talking about a webinar about podcasting on a podcast. Right, but right. the reason I bring it up is because uh, one of the things that he teaches, and, and, and this isn't unique to him, this is anybody who has uh, come into contact with marketing training, anything that you know talks about how to get sales, customers, etc., mm-hmm. either online, through direct mail, through any channel. It's it's really a sort of universal concept. Is that if you want to position yourself to get into a situation where you really have independence. Uh, one of the ways to do that is to help other people become more independent or become healthier or become wealthier, happier, uh, help them with their love life, etc. So uh, more than even just being interested in entrepreneurial conversations, if you are somebody who's interested in living a healthier, wealthier, happier life get get so interested that you can see yourself starting a a small business making you know a small offer to people even in in your immediate circles Mm -hmm. uh to you know start a side hustle start something where you're making a little bit of extra income so that you you know it's not just an idea 
of uh, being more independent or, uh, you know, an idea of um, being able to, you know, live your, live your life according to your own terms. Like right now, when I look out in society, I am, it's not, you know, I don't want to scream gloom and doom here uh, because in the midst of all of the issues that uh, society, specifically the States, but really across the world uh, that we're faced with, there's a lot of great things happening. There's still people going to work. There's still people uh, innovating and creating things. Uh, and for me, it just makes me realize more and more, I really just want to have my shit unlock. I want to be mm -hmm. able to go where I want to go, when I want to go, doing what I want to do with whom I choose. So for me, it, I look around and I'm like, okay, uh, what I think a lot of people would benefit from is and not everybody, just the person who is like, like we mentioned before in, in that nine to five, maybe scared about, uh, you know, job security or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. the, the future looks, uh, questionable based on a lot of the rhetoric, uh, in, in the mainstream media and in, in just the mainstream conversation. Uh, and it's like, how does one get, some level of control and and to me even even one step removed from oh you gotta start a business because it's like well what do, what does that even mean how do you even go about that start developing skills that are useful to businesses right uh, no matter what the circumstances are so i always fall back obviously like i'm a marketer so i think marketing is a great skill to learn. I mean, uh, but then, then again, the saying to the man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Mm -hmm. uh, that said, obviously you don't need to just learn marketing. You could learn sales is another one that like look across any business. No, no business. If you can actually generate more sales, more revenue is going to turn you away. Right. 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 Um, coding, etc. right now is a great like design thing. Things that you are, not just passionate about, but also actually contribute to real world results so that at the end of the day, you know, you not only have the job, right? The title, whatever it is, but you actually have the skill set. You actually have uh, a measurable income coming in off of that, that you can touch and feel, hold in your hands and, makes an actual difference in your life to the point where you can, you know, if, if shit does hit the fan, like I'm, I'm legitimately thinking right now about like how to get a passport to Ireland or Scotland and like, just to have a place there. You right, know what I mean? Right. Because it's like, if, and granted, I, I honestly do not believe that the United States is uh, going to, I think everything's going to be fine. I legitimately do believe that uh, right now we're just having a bit of an identity crisis yes. and it's, it's going to pass through, but on the outside chance that shit hits the fan, I really think that having the confidence of uh, knowing you're in control of your destiny because you've got 
you know, you've got reserves, you've got your, um, you've got your skills unlocked. You, you've really developed yourself to the point where you can make a difference for other people, ironically. And like, like I said, in, in the areas of health, wealth, love, happiness, uh, just being able to transact business and get a little bit of traction going. If you're, if you're starting from total scratch is a great way to have confidence going into uh, an uncertain future. Mm -hmm. So that's my, uh, that's my little soapbox moment for, for, but, but I do agree with you. I think that, 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 um, that, accountability is the start of that because your mindset has to be, I am the master, like, like in Seinfeld, I'm the master of my, my domain, right? I'm the, you know, it starts with you basically. Yes. And it's like, I would say even, I mean, I mean, you're, you're painting a, when you're talking about the like direction of the country and, and, and all that. And I would actually, you know, if I'm sitting down and I'm not, you know, it's not 1am and I'm scrolling through Twitter with half a buzz on reading all that nonsense. Like, yeah, I would agree that it's, we're going through as a country, you're going through a rough patch and there's some, some chaos going on, but ultimately like, especially with how quickly information and we're not can pass through like crazy movements and stuff or like, it's just, it's just getting more difficult for them to maintain steam without someone being able to easily step in and say like, yeah, for example, hey, not to pick on Black Lives Matter, but hey, this uh, movement here, this organization, they're actually like Marxist, and this is what these people said three years ago at a rally in Toronto, and blah, 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 and you're like, oh, okay, maybe uh, maybe I need to rethink some of who I'm supporting or something, like that, that type of stuff. Um, but if you are the type that thinks, oh, man, this country's, we're going down, it's going to be, you know, chaos in the streets, and this country's going to be burning for 10 years and you know i need to get into my bunker right even if you're that it's still you know the quote-unquote rugged individualism that many in america like critique critics of america like shit on which it's almost like no rugged individualism is what you know used to make the country great like that's the ability to say like no you know i got this so oh the country's gonna you know to that to that extreme like oh the country's gonna burn and cities are going to be destroyed and supply chains are ruined. Like, all right, I can take care of myself. And it's like, okay, that's an aggressive version of it. But just thinking along those lines, it's almost like if you, if you focus, if you, you know, not to use like a cliche phrase, but like, you know, take the bull by the horns more yourself. I mean, that will set you up. Like these hard periods won't be as scary because, you know, you know how to do, I mean, I looked at it this way. I said to myself, like I've been thinking over the past few months and, you know, went going into buying this house and like where I was going to purchase it in the, in upstate New York and, and all that stuff and all the factors I went into, you know, why I liked the place we picked and why I wanted that. And I'm just really likes the place too, but uh, like why that really spoke to me was I'm like, I need to, let's say I have a son or daughter five years from now, who's three years old, I don't know. And, and bad shit starts happening and, I can't get food at the store for my kid. Like it is, yes, someone else caused that to happen. Someone else went out there and destroyed a, the supply chain for the grocery store because of whatever the reasons are. And this real, again, real extreme example. 
but it is my obligation to find a way to feed that my my kid and my family. It is my obligation to do it, and I need to make sure I have, you know, requisite skills in that case. So, you know, I'm gonna learn how to bow hunt just because I'm not, you know, necessarily a guy that is like aching to get out in the woods for weeks at a time to hunt. But I think like, well, you know, it couldn't hurt to be able to go get my own meat if needed, or you know the place I'm buying has a, all right, we're going to put one in if we didn't, but if it didn't have it, but it has a little garden already. Um, some garden boxes and a little area segregated for it already in the backyard. So it won't hurt to learn how to, you know, grow some peppers and cute and like zucchini and cucumbers and, you know, maybe a few other herbs or something like that. It, it wouldn't hurt to do that. Like I need to learn, you know, maybe I should learn some basic construction skills so that if things get crazy and the economy's terrible and, you know, I don't have the money to, uh, fix a, I don't know, fix a door frame. I can do it myself, you know, things like that. Like you need to, nobody else owes me when times get tough, nobody else owes me to take care of myself. So I need to learn to do it. Um, some of that, like I said, some of that's a little, like a little apocalyptic, some of the things I was suggesting, but you know, you get the concept I'm saying, like, I need to look at it as, am I prepared for the worst case scenario? And if I'm not, okay. I mean, many, many, many people are not, but that doesn't mean like, that means I need to, I need to develop skills to be able to take care of myself. I need to become the rugged individual and independent and and all of those things. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that I, I like Jordan Peterson earlier and the major reason why is because he has basically decoded and explained the reason why so many mythic stories from thousands of years of human history all point to the importance of the rugged individual and all points to not only the individual being important, but literally, if you look at, you know, uh, Judaician tradition, Mm -hmm. it is literally the salvation of the entire world. (laughs) So it's like, not just, uh, it's not just like a concept to, uh, or like a uh, philosophy of life to be discarded. And I'm not going to go on a, a, a long rant about, uh, you know, individualism versus collectivism or, you know, individual politics versus identity politics, mm-hmm. politics. Uh, you know, just because, not because I don't want to, because I, I love those arguments any day of the week, but more so because we're just pressed for time this time around. Mm-hmm. But it's all to say that uh, you as a person, you know, you as a, uh, as an individual are uh, your, your individual thought process, opinions, perspectives, experiences are inseparable from your happiness. And you, you can't remove that uh, in the name of becoming, you, you know, becoming basically a willing, uh, a willing slave to the nanny state or to some other, ideology that is ultimately never going to take care of your individual needs right. uh, and desires the way that you can. So yeah, if, you, if you're somebody who 
is more inclined to focus on your ability to uh, to hunt or to grow food to you know whatever it is it's it's all what we're talking about here are skills are the ability to deal with your environment the best way that you can based on what you enjoy doing based on you know the experiences that you've had thus far in life so you know whether it's gardening whether it's marketing sales whether it's fixing things uh i mean i'm being totally honest i'm not even i'm not proud of this by any means but like in when it comes to uh the apocalyptic situation and uh having to grow something to eat i mean i'm sure i could learn but as of right now i would literally be eating fistfuls of dirt because that yeah, is no. the same here, same here. Yeah. of my ability to to farm so uh but but what you're saying to me anyway it sounds like the same thing in that it's like it what it's about is what can you do to secure yourself right yeah it, it really it comes down to and i mean i use the i think the easiest like when you do like kind of like a thought experiment the the best way to do it is to take it to like take it to its extremes you know what i mean so okay the you know society collapses and you gotta fend for yourself okay so it's like the the reason you want the rugged individual mindset and and again i think um just to clarify i, I mean i'm sure you know you know what i'm saying but to anyone listening when i say rugged individual i mean there's still certainly a for me and i assume many others i think this way an underlying morality and you know an overall general like you know quote unquote like be a good person part of that where like you need to be an individual and take care of yourself but you really can't do it at the expense of others like it's not oh I can get my food for myself because I'm really good at stealing it from the, my neighbor. Like, obviously that's not what we're saying. So, but just developing skills to, to, to take care of yourself. So I think, I mean, we use the, you know, I kind of started off the uh, example of a, a, a post-apocalyptic world and being able to, you know, I can hunt, I can hunt a deer by myself and grow the food and I know how to compost and all this crazy stuff. Like if that can apply to, Hey, the economy is a little volatile. So I got laid off of my job, but I uh, know how to do good woodwork. So I went around my community and helped people, I don't know, fix their decks. I don't know. I'm just pulling shit, shit of a hat here. So I got a little extra money on the side to get by during this, you know, kind of rough time for me personally. Like there, there you go. There's a more practical example of what I'm talking about. It never hurts to know how to do things that can be helpful to you. It never, never hurts to know how to do that stuff. So, and if you don't know how to do any of it, like you said, Gerald, like, you know, if you had to start growing your own food and it, me too, I, I have to start like eating fistfuls of dirt. Like, yep, I'm, I'm with you there. It's um, never, you know, it's never too late to start learning something. I mean, we still have the opportunity to do that. Um, I think, like I said, I think that we are not going to be in a situation where there is no food in the country or anything like that. Um, I, I sure as hell hope not, I guess. Um, but it never hurts to start learning that stuff. Like I said, I, I don't think I'm going to ever need to run out into the woods and, you know, kill a deer with my bare hands to feed my family, but it never hurts to know like, okay, how to track an animal and 
how to position yourself to, 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 to do this hunting so you can provide food for a couple months at a time. I mean, it just doesn't hurt to know how to do that. It doesn't mean you have to do it. it doesn't mean you have to be out there every day. Um, but it doesn't hurt to know how to do these things. Um, yeah, I think that's just my overall message. It's learn how to sit down and learn how to take care of yourself a little bit better. What are the needs you need? Um, whether it's something as simple as how do I find water in a bad scenario or how do I find, how do I get more marketable skills if it's a very competitive job market because the economy took a tank, it went into the tank or something. I, I don't know. Or how do I, um, you know, I'm really good at working on a home. So when all these big expensive developments are going up around me and I want to buy a house to stop renting, I can now purchase a much cheaper place with a lot of potential that I can do a lot of the work on myself to turn into a valuable home without having to hire someone to do it. I mean, there you go. There's a really good example for people that want to get into a house they want to get out of apartments, get out of big cities. Okay. Have you ever like, and I, I am on the list of people that have never done this. So this isn't like me trying to talk down to someone. I also want to learn these things and I'm going to try to do it when I get into this home. Um, okay. You want like, Hey, I need to, I want hardwood floors in my house. Um, cause I got this old beat up place with these old nasty carpets. Well, learn how to take out the carpet and finish your floors. I mean, I, this isn't like you need to kind of take some ownership of yourself to make your lot in life better now because there's this attitude going around that not only do you like, Oh, I can just ask someone else to do it, which yeah, it's practical for many people. A lot of people think it's kind of owed to them and it's just, it's not, you need to, you need to take care of yourself ultimately at the end of the day and start learning some of the skills that it is, whatever it might be. I mean, whatever, learning how to market and sell things. So you can always be a salesman somewhere. Great example. Start learning some, some good valuable skill to, that is either valuable to you or to others. Boom. That's what I got there, man. Yeah. I think that, uh, is the key takeaway for this discussion. Yeah. Uh, do you have, I mean, you have anything else to add or do you want us to end it there since we're a little tight on time today? I think that, man, you know, I mean, what else, what else is there? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it's a simple, it's a simple concept that when you put out there, it's like, I'm not trying to, you're not like reinventing the wheel when, you, or it sounds like you're almost like, it's like we're trying to reinvent the wheel here by saying this, but it's just like, you know, you need to people and like many people, many people, not like, not just the protesters in Minneapolis. I mean, all kinds of people, not just, you know, rich, rich kids that, you know, expect daddy to pay for everything. So like just all different types of people need to learn to kind of rely on themselves a little bit more. I mean, like you get the, if it's, you're hungry at home, like, make yourself a sandwich instead of order and take out. I mean, just that mindset, I think it's just, it, and I, I, I am guilty of it too. Like I grew up and, you know, my, my parents are always there for me and always have helped me with anything I need. And I've had to, you know, I've done my dumb shit that they've helped me out with, whether it's, you know, just spending money on dumb things or, or 
just put myself in a tough situation, um, nothing too serious, but just put myself in a tough situation. And, you know, they've always been there for me, but that doesn't mean that like, not even them and they're my parents. They don't even owe me that. Like I owe it to myself and to them to, to find a way to fix these things now and make myself more independent going forward. And I encourage everyone else to do that. So kind of, I'm kind of repeating myself at this point, but I don't think it can be said enough. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, dude, that's it for me. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. thanks yeah. everyone. Yeah. For yeah, there's, yeah. Cool. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.